Thanksgiving, everybody, and welcome to another thankful episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I'm Justin Martindale, and I have a bountiful feast of an episode, a cornucopia of sorts, <laughs> one of my best friends in the entire world. Uh, we had him on briefly to tell his uh, viral plane episode that happened a couple of weeks ago. Sure. Uh, you know him from the people's couch on Bravo. You know him from uh, a very sordid wedding, uh, producer, actor, writer, my friend, Emerson Collins. Oh, Hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize this was the thankful episode. I have to go. Oh, I don't have anything to be like, what if I'm like, that's like a penis gargle. It's a Turkey gobble. I mean, uh, Mitch McConnell. What? Oh, like, no. <laughs> Oh, um, you're my favorite turkey. How are you? Oh, uh, fine. Stuffed. What? Tell no. us about tell us about what your your travels. You just came back from like a whole thing. I was in Pensacola, uh-huh. the center of the Redneck Riviera, and Birmingham. We went to a LGBTQ film festival. Okay. Gays and movies. And then in Birmingham, we did a fundraiser for a theater there. But I I forgot about parts of the deep south you know you get off the airplane and there's all of those men in that category that they're like hot but hate crimey yes you know it's like are you military are you friendly are you baba it's your favorite day january 6th are you gonna beat me it's like oh right i forgot about all that yeah but i was like "Ooh, hey did you feel was it like rough trade just the roughest the roughest yeah but like clean rough you know not like unbathed just Mm. sort of rough around the edges like pickup truck Pick, push you, push you down, down. On, a, on a date, pick uh-huh. up some roadkill. Yeah. You know, it's like, are we going to the farm to make out or like get murdered? Who knows? You know, risk the it day all. is young. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, but it was great. Good. And did you have any um, flight drama at all? Uh, no. No? It was so disappointing. And Dell and I were on this plane together. At one point, he was like, we should just do it, which is what, you know, we got to Oh my God, just start first, moaning. Uh-huh. But like he said, but this time it should be like lady moans. Like, ooh, yeah. Ooh, you know, for variation. Yes, moaning. Like the sequel. There is no gender in moaning, I think. And Correct. I feel like female moaning needs to be brought back as well. The as representation. The, if you don't know what we're talking about, Emerson was on this flight. Like, it went viral where, like, some, there was, like, some glitch in the matrix that is what they say it was fully keanu reeves somewhere on the plane like this not like this the intercom came on and you just heard like oh like (sighs) weird sounds Uh and you put it up on tiktok and made it all over the world and here we are yeah Yeah. but nothing no so disappointed we did have though on our flight home yesterday uh at one point the gentleman in the hate crimey category sitting behind me uh went no what like that and my soul prolapsed out of my body. <laughs> a soul lapse. A soul lapse, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> Correct. And I turned it. He must have been watching some sort of sporting endeavor, uh-huh. I presume, you know, uh-huh. from the from the world of the straights. Sure. Um, and then, again, no one turned. And I was like, okay, great. We're just all fine with that. And then someone's service dog went running up the aisle. And I was like, well, it's not quite puke yank, but it's at least eventful. Yeah. As long as, like, no one's feet are, like... Oh, no. We no? finally had, like, the foot... Up on the armrest, same guy. Like that thing where the shoe is just appearing. No! Like in your armpit. Like I don't uh. know if that's a weird sex thing. Like, you know, 
fucking an armpit. It's just gross. But I was like, who raised you? I know. That's what just freaks me out about traveling for the holidays. Like I'm staying in town <laughs> because for of Thanksgiving, people. just people. And then uh-huh. like, I think we're, I think we're traveling for Christmas and I'm just like, all right, I can just suck it up and let's go. But I, I will say something. They say, if you see something, <laughs> you say see something. something, say, I did not, I did not say anything to his see, shoe. If I, if, and I will look at that person and be like, I see something. And I'm saying, and it. I'm saying something. Yeah. And you can't be mad at me if I see it. Right. But I don't want to end up in someone else's viral, like holiday travel video. As, we you talked know, about getting, that last week. Getting a little bit like, oh no, my mouth ran away from my very thin, tiny, frail body. Yeah. And I got, you know, in a yeah. fight. And everyone's like, look at this crazy person who's confronting right somebody. You're like, yeah. I have a name. And they're uh, like, we don't care. Like, but like flight passenger, crazy person on plane. I'm trying to hit all of the different, you know, flight categories. Yeah. Well, here is um, a story. Do we have that stories? We have stories, <gasps> but then I want to like talk about like. Thanks. Thanks and like our friendship and like stories of our uh-huh. years past uh-huh. yes, about, being, about being thankful and uh-huh. and uh, you I know. wrote them all down in a quill in my book <laughs> my diary candlelit and of brought course. them <laughs> um, but we've I mean we've been friends for uh, you're my longest friend uh-huh. since you know like mm-hmm. X amount of years since we graduated X, X from the high school of years uh-huh. um, but yeah people are trash still and that's not you're not one of them but I just uh, read days. this I read this. Uh, recently, there's now 8 billion people on the earth. That's enough. We have done too much. Yeah. And 7,999,999 of those are Nick Cannon's children. You know, I mean, like, good for him. You know, just populating a commune. But also, like, what's the journey of the women in this, right? Because this wasn't like, oh, I'm having a new baby, and now I'm having a new baby. And, like... Well, I can say this because we talked about this at one of our Juicy Scoop Lives with Heather McDonald. Do tell. One of her listeners said that... um, he has a disease <laughs> that affects the kidneys. Oh. And so I don't know exactly what the disease is called, but they said uh, you can get up to three kidney transplants in your lifetime. Right. And uh, if you... Stop. He is not making matches for his kidney. He's oh, no. He's like harvesting the children. No. Yes. No, no, no. That's what they're saying. Oh, no. Just At some point, saying. doesn't his cannon have to start shooting blanks like... That is a lot. I mean, he just had his 12th kid. I mean, are we going to get an annual calendar at this point? <gasps> oh, like the advent of cannons? Yeah. Like at Christmas? A like cannon, you open a each one and there's like, it's a new cannon baby? Mm-hmm. Just shot right out. But they have to like be dressed in the holiday according to that month. I mean, 12, that's enough to do like, yes, one calendar. A full calendar. But also like, bless her, like who gets March? You think about the like those poor calendars. Like you Why? can always tell. Like, I have a March birthday. I know, but like, what do you do? Like the Ides of March at Tubrute. Like, what no, are, you dress up you... like a leprechaun mm. for St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes <laughs> Easter's in March. The, the like one rando year. Like, <laughs> look at you, March. Like defending March with like we get Easter once every eight years. We and March there's sucks. also spring break. Sorry, March birthday people, but just say spring break. Stop. Then <laughs> I want you to make a calendar and just do March as just spring break. Yeah. Like South Padre, we're doing it. I did love this video, though. Somebody did this. The National oh. Geographic determined oh. what Americans will look oh. like in 2050, and they're all Nick Cannon. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wait, do you remember our freshman year at Baylor when we all went to South Padre for spring break? Yes. And like, I didn't have, I, I didn't have a hotel room for the last three nights. I'm pretty sure we slept one night on the beach. We went to that like Frogs place because Sir Mix-a-Lot was playing, and mm-hmm. he did big butts and then everyone left because they're like that's the only song any of these like white people from colleges know yeah what about it what a time no just reminded me of that oh yeah and that was the night (gasps) 
That was one of the nights. Well, one of the nights. When two became one? When two became one. Not the Spice Girls song, but that's when we... Didn't we go to Mexico? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, we crossed yeah. the border yeah. and like <laughs> went to Mexico. Yeah. And... Ended up in like a fight in a drive through parking lot. Oh, if yeah. I recall. Yeah. Who got in that fight? Was it me? Um, it definitely was not me. No, we did I'd not. always had like a big mouth and stood in the back. Yeah, I'm like, you can hurt my body, like, just don't yell, hurt my face. I'm gonna yell things and then run fast. Yeah. I'm not like for the fisticuffs. I didn't do that, but that was the night that like I was dating a girl. You were. And uh, it, we had not had sex yet. Full copulation. And everybody was pressuring us to have sex. Did you that night? No. no. But <laughs> I will say. Was it? We went home or back to the hotel. I think uh -huh. everybody else stayed out. Yep. And we were like, let's just do this already. Uh, you're like, let's just get it done with. That's get it definitely done. the romance everyone yeah. thinks of it for the first time. It was just a chore. I was like, just <laughs> shut up and let's go. Cinderella over here. Like, okay, fine. Let's sweep know. the floors, break the hymen, do the tasks. Oh, God, not break the hymen. Gross. <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> well, on a Thanksgiving thankful. episode. How else do you get the stuff? In? I don't know. Oh, okay. my God. Right. We're doing great. Um, and... So we took off all of our clothes, and she started, like, you Laughing, know. Pointing. Foreplaying. Filating. Filating. Uh-huh. The member? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I did what every other straight guy does when that is happening. I fell asleep. Oh, 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 oh. I fell asleep, and I woke up to one of our friends at the time over me, uh, and I he woke me up. He was uh -huh. like, dude, wake up. And I was like, Huh? And I looked down, and <laughs> all of my clothes were put back on me. Oh! Did I ever tell you this? No. Yeah. Fully. Wait, you. She redressed she you. She redressed me. She said, "Oh, my man." <laughs> but also, why did you wake up like Ebenezer Scrooge? <laughs> Is it Christmas Day? <laughs> the ghost of girlfriends past. Like, uh, but uh, he's like, "Yeah, what's going on? Your girlfriend's on the beach crying." And I was like, "Oh, oh well, shit!" And I so fell I, asleep in her mouth. Oh my god! And I ran out to the end to the beach, and she was crying out there. And I was uh -huh. like, "Hey, was the, so what's wrong?" She's like topless on horseback with the wind no, blowing in her hair. She had her clothes like, back on, but she was like. That was the first time I've ever done that, and you fell asleep. And I was oh. like, oh, no, you're going to hate what I'm going to have to say in a couple months from now. Right, it's only going to get worse. Someone should warn oh, you. You should run I now. Know. I know. And that was the, yeah. That was that, that. was the time. Spring break. Spring break. <laughs> well, so March. Why don't you reenact that for the calendar we were talking about? You're what? Welcome. Spring break? Yeah, that's your March photo shoot. Oh, like just, you <laughs> on the beach with her crying. <laughs> just <laughs> salty with, sea air in the wind. Yeah, with the waves crashing with yeah. my arm around her, yeah. just being like, just it's, like, it's not. It's just me, Ariel watching like you. Vanessa and Eric. Yeah. <laughs> It's not me. It's you. Mm -hmm, I see you. Um, so yeah, there's eight people, eight million, eight, eight people. Eight, that's that's too many anyway. Yeah. Eight, much less eight billion. Eight, eight is enough. Eight million people on the earth, and uh, uh, we can stop now. Nick Cannon's production of Cheaper by the Dozen coming we soon. We can stop having kids. Um, <laughs> but okay, well I'll stop trying. What? Just to stop have trying. We we, all... we work at it. Those butt babies any oh day now. <laughs> like I just feel like. We believe it's like Tinkerbell. Clap, it'll happen. No. Well, right. here's a little miracle that I wanted to talk about <laughs> uh -huh. that we made happen. Mm -hmm. We all have been uh, 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 exposed Do to the unleashing of the holidays. Like yes. that is Mariah Carey. Yes. Now Mariah Carey uh, went on her social media. Uh, by the way, she has a new Christmas special coming out. Yes. She's got every time. another uh, 
there's bars now are saying you can only play all I want for Christmas is you <gasps> one time. That's rude. I don't think so. I think it's not Christian. I think it's against Jesus. Okay, Candace Cameron. Yes, correct. I want to start a whole network, and Mm -mm. it's just Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Five-minute short films. Mm -mm. No? Okay. She went on her Instagram, and she came after Dolly Parton. Now, I saw this, and I was like, bitch did not. And Mariah Carey uh, went on Instagram and said that Dolly Parton is the queen of everything, which I think is a big step, because I think Mariah Carey wants to make it about her. You know, she also has two kids with Nick Cannon. Um, so the 76 year old, uh, singer, which I never knew why they do that. Why they have to like say the age of people age. for the story. Like who cares? Yeah, it's, it's the weirdest olden timey, like newspaper like, thing. I don't care that Dolly Parton's 76 year old. I don't, she's not, she's I mean, timeless. All the applause timeless to me. She is. Uh, she said in an interview, uh, uh, that I can't even read. Doing great with reading. She pointed out that Mariah was the queen of Christmas and uh-huh. not her, which I was like, what? Yeah. What in the Ebenezer Scrooge hell is happening? In Dolly's interview with Better Homes and Gardens in support of her upcoming holiday special, it was suggested that Dolly might be the new queen of Christmas. However, she did not want that title. She is like the best person ever. It's true. She says, now, don't you say that I'm not going to compete with Mariah, Dolly told the outlet. I love her. You think of Christmas, you think of Mariah. I'm happy to be second in line to her. After seeing Dolly's quote, Mariah took to Twitter and said, Dolly, let's settle this one. You are the queen of everything, the queen of the world, the queen of Christmas, the queen of mine. Love you. (laughs) I love like. I was like, what? It was just a sweet love fest, but I love that your Dolly Parton was from like deep North Carolina, like approaching Nell territory. Tain away, Mr. Chicken. Uh, literally. <laughs> uh, but wait, did you see literally today? Uh, teams, you reported that Mariah had applied for a trademark for Queen of Christmas and it was denied. As it should be. <laughs> well, because you know who's the original Queen of Christmas? Yes. Lucy from Charlie Brown. What? The Peanuts Christmas special. She's not queen of Christmas. She tries to get the Christmas queen put into the whole like Jesus story. That's like the subplot of the entire Peanuts special. She's like, we even have a Christmas queen. I think that's like just like first gay Christmas icon. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy. I don't think, I don't the, think she. The original gaslighter, the one that like sat in the therapist booth and then said, pay me and I'll tell you what your problems are. Mm-hmm. She was inspirational. But I mean, I feel like, I don't feel like Dolly's the queen of christmas no i mean she did do christmas in the square yes which, glorious which you have to watch if you have not watched this i think i'm sure it's on netflix again for the holidays i hope so yeah i right? would assume peacock something and it is just dolly parton dressed up as a homeless woman and her homeless chic is like she looks like grizabella from cats Correct. and like this like like what is that even called uh uh pashmina uh what are, it's like like what grizabella and cats wears on uh-huh. broadway it's uh-huh. just like uh, what what type of cat is that? A uh, tabby? I I mean a long haired sure. But she's got like her gloves with her cut off knuckles, and she's got her krills that are freshly painted. And Dolly does that Christmas whisper. Christmas is a top. Uh-huh. Laugh and cheer, and you're like, give it to me now. Correct. Oh, it's so good, and it's just such a fun little family film. My also favorite part is at one point Dolly's in a cup holder as a little angel, and then she helps God a girl get pregnant. She helps a girl get pregnant? She helps Marilyn get pregnant in the she, whole movie. 
Wait. She like magical fairy dust. That's like Tinkerbell and like oh, you're oh that's right. surprise you're pregnant. Surprise you're pregnant, which yeah. is not how that works. Uh, I think that Dolly Parton should approve and deny all pregnancies. Maybe she should visit Nick Cannon. I mean, I just need Dolly Parton in a uh, cup holder. That's all I <laughs> yes. want. Can we make a little a little Dolly Parton like you have those hula girls for your car? Yes, I would just love a little a Dolly like Parton. dancing in your that's cup holder. Uh huh. That's all I want. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see that Mariah Carey kind of has been like, you know what? I'll let you have this. She's sharing the space. She's sharing the spirit. Uh She's sharing the season. The true spirit of Christmas. Uh, It's giving back. Okay. Now, I've held on to this story for so long, and we have just banked on it and banked on it. And then I thought, you know what? I have you here because I know that I think you know my fascination and love for the movie Titanic. A little bit, yes. I saw it nine times in theaters. I honestly, if Die Hard can be a Christmas movie, Titanic can be a Christmas movie. Yeah, and, absolutely. And Why not? I'm sticking to it. Uh huh. There's, there's like festive decor. There's uh, iceberg kicking. <laughs> sure. Uh huh. There's uh huh. There, there's ice. There's it's cold. There's an old Christmas buggy that is <laughs> steamy being used for. The original OnlyFans. There is costumes. Oh, always. And there's Celine Dion. Yeah. It is a Christmas movie. I am sticking to it. Titanic is a Christmas movie. You take that. I am. I'm going to do it. Um, But here's a story. I haven't even read this story because I wanted to like uh, wait. It's fresh and new together. Well, yes. But I was drunk the first time I saw Titanic. It came out on Titanic. Halloween night. So, but here we go. So divers have unearthed a 26-year-old mystery surrounding the Titanic shipwreck. Divers have found a quote, quote, dense and thriving ecosystem just meters from where the Titanic debris was uncovered. Almost 30 years ago, PH, uh-huh. mm-hmm, a veteran pilot of the submersible Nautile and a renowned Titanic diver. Oh, God, what a great like, job. That's your whole job. Renowned Titanic diver. Like, you don't do anything diver. but dive to the Titanic that's at it. all times. What else do you need? They are still looking for that necklace. God, discovered a puzzling object on sonar that was reading the area around the 1912 shipwreck. Uh, this guy then spent the better part of two decades thinking about the spot on the radar. Spending Stop. What? He spent 20 years thinking about on the radar. On my radar. Hello. 20 years. Yeah. About a dot on a radar. Um, Sir. Bill Paxton. Get a hobby. Thought about that damn necklace for a long time. Like 20 years. Dot on a radar. Okay. You were saying. So spending endless nights wondering if what he saw was a shipwreck or a geologic feature. However, on October 25th of this year, he unsolved the mystery, finally found its answer. He swam to the target and discovered that the object in question was, in fact, a volcanic reef. Ocean Gate Expeditions Socialist. Specialist. Ugh. Doing great. Oisin Fanning. What did I say? He's Specialist? related to Dakota and L. I think yeah. it's a cousin. What did I say? Specialist? There we go. Yeah. I said specialist. Okay. Founded the research dive, and the foundation's scientific team supplied the analysis of the blip. Not the blip. What is this? Was that it? He just found a volcanic reef this whole time? We waited four weeks for that. I was going to say, you <laughs> saved this from Halloween to read this story that, like, this man was obsessed with a dot on a screen for I 20 years. was wanting. And it was a reef. 
more, okay? They found a natural abyssal deep sea reef of extraordinary biodiversity at 2,900 meters. We didn't know what we would discover. On the sonar, this could have been any number of things, including the potential of it being another shipwreck. Now, that would just be weird. You can't so, have shipwreck on shipwreck. So wait, we waited since Halloween. Mm -hmm. He waited 20 years, and mm -hmm. all of this was dis to discover that what they saw on the sonar was more ocean stuff. We need more ocean stuff. Like we a reef. Ocean reefs. Maybe that's where Ariel's sisters are. Like Aquata moved into that reef. Uh, did Adina. You, no, did you see Adela? that whole thing about um, like the Disney Easter eggs? How they said that like uh, the shipwreck in the Little Mermaid was Tarzan's parents. The like deep dives. That I love those, uh -huh, and that they're somehow related to the Frozen family, like cousins yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. I love Disney conspiracy theories. <laughs> uh huh. Because they're real. All of you, obviously, all of it. There's been like an 80 year plan. So t Tarzan is related to. Oh, that's what it was. I thought it was. Tarzan's it was, it was related Elsa's to Anna parents. and Elsa. Right. Elsa's parents right. were Tarzan's parents because she was pregnant right. before they went on the boat. Right. And then they ended up crashing. Tarzan went to the island, who mm -hmm. was brothers to Elsa and Anna, and Ariel discovered the shipwreck that was the frozen shipwreck. Sure, and then Tarzan went on down and he met Storm as a young, like, goddess of the... <laughs> Wait, what? No, just mixing... Like, and then the X-Men got involved somehow, too. No, we're too. not involving the Marvel Why not? universe. Why not? I know. But I like that idea of, a, like, a new volcanic reef. That was... That, that was... Thank you. What? Like... A new volcanic reef? There are, like, lots. So what they found... What if... what The moral of the story was that this man should have done something else for 20 years. Oh. They found a reef. I know. I, that was it. I wish it would have been, like... Fancy, interesting, anything... I know, like, like a Billy Zane nude portrait. But also, I'm... Uh, I enjoy that you, like, saved this for yourself. Not working. The mic's not working. We need to acknowledge that he brought this up for the last four weeks. Right. Like we've been kicking this this can down the road thinking like Celine Dion was popping out of the ocean. You know what? People kick off winter differently. Okay? <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh -huh. I, if anything well, Titanic pops up, I'm like, let's go. Uh, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I still believe that there was room on the door. Waiting for the sequel. The first time I ever saw Titanic, I was hammered. What? Yeah, it was you don't a, even dream. It was in high school. I know, but I have on occasion through the years. So I went to high school in Singapore, and it did was. Did you a, have a Singapore sling? Uh, I did not. Oh. Not for this particular day. We basically stopped at the equivalent of a Singapore Seven Eleven because we snuck out of school because the movie was out and in the trunk of a car because we had a compound that you had to like drive past a security guard. So three of us got in the trunk of the car while somebody who could drive drove us out, and then we went and got drinks. We went to the movie theater, middle of the day, Titanic, and I do not remember the second half of the movie from the first time I saw it because I had like you mean basically where it sank. Yeah. I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> How do we get to the end? I had the equivalent of like basically half of two wine coolers and was hammered. Oh, and wow. So, you know, <laughs> uh, bottles like, and James. Uh, I'm a popular girl under the bleachers. Good for mm -hmm. you. Wow. So the next time I was like, ooh, who knows? <laughs> Let's see what happens at the end here. Oh, uh, did you at least see Kate Winslet's nipple? Maybe. Okay. But you've seen it since then. So many times, I feel like. Oh, uh, it's one of those movies. Like, wasn't it in The Reader and. The what? <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like we've seen Kate a good bit of Kate Winslet a number of times in various prestige oh, projects. I know. You know what's crazy is that somebody put up a, a like uh, you know you're getting old when you can remember the the 
two VHS tapes <gasps> for Titanic. And it I was, was important. Like, oh. uh-huh. I remember when I worked at Blockbuster. Um, yes, it was a time. And there was for like, those of you watching at home, Blockbuster used to be a place I know. where <laughs> I used to work at Blockbuster Video, and like always got like the new releases. Wow, what a difference! I, I know. And I also got like I think we got like five five or ten free rentals a week. But I remember putting the Titanic like videos up the night before the full like, wall. I was like, this is going to be huge, and it was that big double case yes. with the double movies yes. that they paired together with a rubber band. It was like an exciting thing, like going to the Blockbuster mm-hmm. and there'd be like the wall and being like, there's one left, I know. run. Hurry and then waiting yeah. and being like, God damn it. And the, or just like being like, has anyone returned? Like, you like go making home. them check the return slot. You couldn't go home if you're like, what's being released on 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 video this weekend? And I don't you're think like, I knew you worked there. Yeah. Be kind rewind. Yeah. Wow. I at San, in San Antonio. What I worked a Blockbuster. Blockbuster video. Hebner. Hebner and oh, uh-huh. yeah. It was Hebner Road and wasn't Hebner the love button? No, Herbie. Oh, oh, God. Where did I live? Uh, <laughs> where did I live? In my mind. It was like Hebner and... In a gutter. That's all I remember. Great. It was by an Albertsons. It's fine. Anyways, things that get sold at Albertsons. Here's something fun. <laughs> Since you just got off a plane, uh-huh. this story came up, and I was like, I have to talk about this because uh, it made the news. Flight attendants on airplanes apparently hate it when you order a Diet Coke. On the plane. What? Yeah. Like, that's so aggressively specific. It is. What's well, the why? I'm so glad you asked because <laughs> the reason for this displeasure with the low-cal cola is that it takes too long to pour. According to flight attendant blog, these gold wings, pressure in the plane cabin affects all soda, but none so much as Diet Coke. As you may know, the aircraft cabin is not pressurized to sea level. Ah, uh, Titanic. Oh, but it's rather, all connected. It's a <laughs> happy but, winter. But rather to the equivalent of about seven or 8,000 feet. This means some passengers might feel a little lightheaded or that alcohol affects them almost twice as much as it would on the ground. It also means soft drinks foam up a lot more when poured out of a can. Um, who went under the pseudonym Jet. Jet. Oh. Great magazine. The, wor- the worst culprit for this is Diet Coke. I literally have to sit and wait for the bubbles to fall before I can continue pouring. If all three passengers ask for Diet Coke, I'll often get them started, take another three drink orders, serve those, and then finish the Diet Cokes. I mean, this struggle... Now, you know, it is... I get it. It's basically like Jesus carrying the cross up the hill. It really is. It's equivalent, it I feel. It really is. Um, now, I... You don't drink, and you always order a specific soft drink, and I <laughs> Which thought, one? You order Coke, but I've done this before where I don't know your sodas, and I always thought you drank Diet Coke. And guys... Y'all... 20 plus years. First of all, I drink Dr. Pepper. It is my beverage of choice. I'm from Waco, Texas. There's a Dr. Pepper museum there. It's important to my culture. Yeah. Uh, At bars, I order a Coke. 20 years of him going, you want a Diet Coke? No. No, they don't have Dr. Pepper. Right. Yeah. They don't have Dr. Pepper, so he gets a Coke. Uh Uh-huh. I have to say something. Oh, gosh. Are we prepared? Wait, is it as as difficult a subject as the the fizzy bubbles in the Diet Coke in the planes? It is. Uh Uh-huh. I hate... Diet Coke. You are correct. I hate it so much. Yes, it's a cult. That flames on the side of my face. Heaving. Heaving breaths. Heaving breaths. I cannot understand why people drink Diet Coke. And by like the bucket. By the bucket? Diet Coke people are a cult. You know you are. Do you know? Okay, I don't want me to put her on blast, but we went to school with this girl. Um, I don't want to say her name, Amber. And... We worked in the like co-op 
like during the shows like we had to, uh-huh. like, we worked yep. in like the props department sure. or yeah, something yeah, yeah. and i remember one hot <laughs> yes hot august september day we got in her car to go drive around looking for props for some show and i remember looking back in the back seat and there was a case of diet coke it's commitment sitting in the back seat of her car and she grabbed one of the cans and opened it and drank it. Wait, she drank a hot Diet Coke hot from the back Diet seat Coke. in Texas in August, September-ish? Yes. That's horrifyingly disgusting. And I looked at her, and it's burned in my head to this day. I mean, clearly. Hot Diet Coke. I don't get it. I don't understand the taste of it. I don't think it's diet. <laughs> it's like, I, I haven't seen it on any of the recommended uh, programs. Yeah. The But also, it feels like everybody who drinks Diet Coke drinks it, like, in the Sonic Route 44 size only. It's right? always in, like, some it's like, gigantic... You don't get a thimble or a, no. or a medium. You get, like, 64 ounces or nothing. You get a full, like, 82-ounce teacher mug. Because it's diet. It's just, ugh. I hate the taste of it. My boyfriend drinks it, <laughs> and I I accept him. Barely. I love his truth. Sometimes we have to accept these things about people. It's oh. tough, but don't be cocus. He'll be like, just grab me a Diet Coke. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> your hand like trembling on her way. Oh, I went through a fit, you know, all Coke diet, drink it, snort it, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. I have done that where it's all, it's been the only soda available. And oh, I'm like, no. you know what? I will eat the sand. I'll, and I remember, I remember we were in Dallas, uh-huh. Heather McDonald and I, this past couple weekends ago. And she had Perrier, Diet Coke, water, and that's it. No. And I was like, I want like a sugar or something. And I yeah. grabbed the Diet Coke and was like, maybe today will be different. And it was not. I've never understood Perrier because it, maybe it's because growing up, like being sort of scraping to call ourselves lower middle class, like the fancy bubbly water in the green glass. I was like, what's happening in my mouth right now? Oh, I love Perrier. Not like, well, this has just become I was just gonna say, two gay men talking t- about talking Perrier. beverages. Riveting content. I know. We're doing great. Well, Diet let's, Coke. Let's Sorry, t- Diet Coke Hive. I realize that you're like aggressive and intense, but like, you know, it's true. It's true. And you know what? Dr. Pepper for life. Sorry. Just that's saying. my soda. It's who I am. That's Have you seen name. the little reel of the little old lady who's like, I drink two Dr. Peppers a day. Is she like 109 or yeah, something? Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, old people. Hundreds like, of people sent it to me. I was like, at least my brand is strong. Yeah. Old people right now, we talked about the 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 100-year-old whose daughter took him to a strip club in, in Texas. Yes, live your life. Live your life. There was also a 103-year-old woman. They were like, what's the secret to longevity? And she was like, tequila. And I'm yes. like, yes. And you were like, I feel seen. I love an old person just being like, what's the secret to life? And they're like, porn, cigarettes, and, yep. and whiskey. And you're like, that's the whole time. Also, because they're like in the I don't give a fuck era of life anyway. Yeah. But you know what? You, they, you know they just want to look at the camera and be like, don't die. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. what do you mean secret? Have you, have you seen the, the rats vi- of Nim over here? Have you seen the old lady where uh, she's like a hundred and something years old and she has like, you know, they put like a hundred and something candles in her cake and it's just full on bonfire. And they're like, make a wish, grandma. And she like blows it out. And they're like, what'd you wish for? And she looks at everyone. She goes, to not be here. I mean, I feel, <laughs> yes, yes. Also, I don't, I don't want to be that person. Like I, all the terrible things I do are to like cut off those years at the end that are useless. I don't want to be Clint Eastwood on a porch, you know, pants up to my nipples, you know, yelling weirdly racist things at people. I just want to be gone. Okay. You know why? A little bit. You know why? What? Die before your friends. Cause otherwise who's going to talk at the funeral? 
Like if you're last, it's like the lady from the rest home that like helps wipe your butt after you poop in the pan. God. There's like speaking like, well, he was sort of nice at the end, that old queen. You know, like I don't, Ugh. I want to die before all y'all. So you have to say things. Oh, I, I have a list. Need... Wait, I have a list of people not allowed to speak at my funeral. Who? You. <gasps> what? what? No. Uh, Am I not allowed to speak at your funeral? There, there's like three people in my life that I'm like, here's the thing. I don't want anybody doing a tight 10 at my funeral. <laughs> Like, I, at least my funeral should be about me. I don't want anybody to get up and be like, oh, I remember when I met Emerson and then doing 20 minutes of a hilarious story about you. Okay, well, can I? Okay, I won't speak at I your funeral. I want you to sing. No. Yes. Why? I don't know what, but we'll work on it. No. Workshopping. I'm kidding. Of course you can speak at my funeral, but I want to die first so everybody has to be there. Well. It, tomorrow. It's happening tomorrow. No. This is actually the no. day. I will, I will say that I will... Cut you my speech down. However, I do have some, what are they called? Uh, Wait, are you like senior gifts or whatever? Like the things? No, like, I'm saying, I'm saying like, I want to like negotiate. Oh, perfect. We're going to negotiate the contract. Yeah. I have to wear red. Obviously. that's And fog. <laughs> yes. We're going to have a dry ice machine. We will have an entrance. Like a late entrance fog. Do you all, do you all see? Like everyone in my life is a lot. My funeral would become about everyone else's talent show. Yes. Yeah. I think that would be great. Or I'll die last and control everyone's ceremonies. Oh, just throw me in the wind and I hope I smack you back in the face. Le no, that would be you. Like, Oh, we all got Justin yeah. in our face, yeah. like a little bit Finally. in the mouth. And I will always be in your face. Now, here's two old queens oh, talking right about something other than Perrier <laughs> and funerals. Um, Freddie Mercury read Elton John to absolute filth backstage at, ri at Rite Aid. At ri <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. No, now I need like Freddie Mercury and Elton John like screaming at each other at the Rite Aid. Live like aid. standing in front of the incontinent section, like uh, you bitch. Not Rite Aid. Uh -huh. Okay, this story is well, I'm guessing... kind of amazing. If we could scroll down on this one, John. But this also, one... this clearly can only be from Elton John's side here. Well, cause... I don't know. Well, I guess so. Probably. So it's been 36 years to the day. To the day. Very Sanderson sisters. Uh huh. Um, uh, since Freddie Mercury stole the show at Live Aid and read Elton John to filth while he was at it. Queen's Live Aid set, once voted the greatest rock concert ever, cemented Mercury's reputation as one of the most formidable showmen in the world. But it also served as a showcase for one of his other talents, his startling wit. Oh, mm -hmm. In 2019, Elton John shared his favorite memory of his friend in an interview where his other celebrity pals asked him questions to The Guardian, reflecting on an exchange that they had backstage at Live Aid, which took place on the 13th of July 1985. He said, I had a huge area that I kind of decorated. I made sure there were seats for everyone so that people who were playing could sit down and have a natter. Uh -huh, What's sure. a natter? I don't know. I okay. feel like, is that British for like rest? Or drugs? Mm -hmm. Oh. Freddie came over after Queen had stolen the show. I said, Freddie, nobody should go on after you. You were magnificent. He said, you're absolutely right, darling. We were. We killed them. He was so excited. Where did you get that absolutely awful hat? <laughs> then he said, you, on the other hand, dear, you looked like the fucking Queen Mother when you were on stage. Where did you get that awful hat? Okay. John wasn't offended by the exchange, but said the comment was very Freddy. Okay. I don't think that was necessarily a read. I mean, it's like a sweet read. 
He was hilarious, even when he was dying. Stop, That's stop, the read. stop. That's the actual That's read. That's the read. He was hilarious, even when he was yes. dying. Comedy gold, no coward, move over. He was exactly the same. He was lying in bed, too, too weak, weak to, to stand, stand because he had AIDS. Losing his sight. <laughs> going, have you heard Mrs. Bowie's new album, darling? What does she think she's doing? I always had the best time with him. Elder John also spoke about Freddie Mercury when asked by Billie Jean King if he would ever create a championship song that would become a sports anthem. Billie Jean has always gone on about We Will Rock You and We Are The Champions by Queen being the ultimate sports songs, John said. I couldn't ask Bernie to sit down and write a lyric like that. He's not that kind of writer. To be honest, We Are The Champions can't be beaten. It's so good at what it does. Only sport can use it. Queen had that market sewn up, which was hysterical because Freddie Mercury hated sport. Uh, uh, relatable, singular. Relatable. Sport. Uh, all, all of them, but singular. He knew nothing about it at all. If you'd mention Arsenal to Freddie, he'd had thought it was something to do with gay sex. Wait, is it not? Arsenal? Arsenal. That sounds like a uh -huh, popper. Uh-huh. That would be a great popper brand. Mm -hmm. Just a little Arsenal. What's in your arsenal? <laughs> well, this man that I met this afternoon. That Yes, I love that everyone's like, oh my God, he read him to filth. I know the read was on his deathbed. I think that's what he said. He's I, like, he was so gross and I weak. loved him so much. He was blind, couldn't stand, bless his heart, but he was still funny. Covered in lesions. Be like God. a horror fuck. He just looked awful, but I loved him dearly. <laughs> this like... Joan Crawford and Betty Davis scene that where he wrote That's between Elton John and this is the Ryan Murphy feud I want. Ugh. Even if they were just friends, just give them like stop. The title is Nemesis or Arsenal. <laughs> sure. American American uh what the fuck's it called? American horror story. American horror story Arsenal. Uh, wait, American horror story Britain. Britain. I do love it though. I, I wish that you had done it all in the like accent of Rami Malek's teeth though. But these are like, I love a good gay feud. Yeah. I mean, but this is like basic at best. This isn't like Truman Capote, Tennessee oh no, Williams. This is like harmless fun. He's like, darling, what's Katie that Queens. hat? It's very Patsy and Eddie from yes. Fab. Honestly, we're all just like imitating some woman that we once liked. True. An olden timey broad. An olden timey. Why don't you come up and fuck me in the arsenal sometime? Gilded queen. <laughs> Gilded queen. I love just that. Just means old. Yeah. Just old. That's the golden it. ghouls of us all. Ugh. Golden Ghouls. That's mm -hmm. a good show I'd watch. All right. Now, let's get into some Thanksgiving. Uh, um, I drew you a hand turkey. <laughs> right here. What, uh, where, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, Blake's, I'm sure Blake's parents have a new house. Oh, yes. Um, they moved from his childhood home. So this uh -huh. is the first holiday season. In a new at home. Their, yeah, at their new house. So it'll be like the first, first, first. Uh, first adventures, which mm -hmm. is fun. I've never gone home for Thanksgiving. I haven't either. It's because I've been poor my whole life as a grown up, basically. My do you have this though? Like every year, my parents are like, "Are you coming for Thanksgiving?" Poor. I am not. I am poor. proudly poor. The every year. Uh -huh. I've been in LA 17 years, and every year my parents are you coming for Thanksgiving? No, I never have. I've never, not That's once. That's what I was. I was saying. I was like, you either get one holiday. Right. You have two holidays back to back. Three yeah. if you're counting New Year's. I mean, it was terrible planning on the colonizers' part, but Thanksgiving and <laughs> Christmas so close together. Guys, if you're gonna colonize, can you like make it convenient? Like, if you're gonna celebrate stealing all the people's land, just like could God. you do it back in March when there's like nothing but spring break can for the calendar? Think about the future and like airplanes and stuff. It's really expensive and just so. Uh Tiresome. <laughs> For all the gays who ran away from their homes. God, I know. It's That's really inconvenient. Saying. You get one holiday, um, it's either Christmas or Thanksgiving. You're right. not getting both. And Correct. there's people who do both. I mean, like, yay if you can. 
But it's like you just live at the airport. Oh, and then turn around. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I think we're just doing like brunch and we're doing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we're going to do like. It's a liquid. No, not liquid. Liquid thanks. It is. Uh, we're gonna, quiches. Quiches. And uh, we're going to watch the parade and then go to or watch the dog show. Uh-huh. And then I think we're going to uh, his friend has like some penthouse or something. And we're going to go do like a Thanksgiving dinner there. Do you remember the year we were doing a Friendsgiving? Where? Uh, when Blake lived in the Silver Lake house. Uh, and it was like very small and intimate, just a few people. Mm-hmm. And you called like an hour before, and you were like, "I met this girl at the comedy store last night. Can she come to Thanksgiving?" Who? I don't remember who I don't she remember was. That at but all. I said no, and you were like, "What?" And I was like, "No, you can't bring some random girl to Thanksgiving." And you were like, "But she doesn't have anywhere to go." And I was like, "I don't See, know her. That is, and I'm not as nice as look you. Look at me. I am helping. <laughs> you were. You were being. You like. You collect like that. The girls that make that sound so well." Ah! You know, uh, like that yes. sort of sound. And yeah. it was clearly one of those. And you were like, no, we were having a great time last night. We were in Venice. Can she come to Thanksgiving? And I was like, I don't know her. No. You, what? No. Did I bring her? No. <gasps> I left her. Yeah. I wonder what that story was like. I, I was like, blame it on me. Like your bitch ass friend said no. But I was like, there's like five people here. Oh. It's not a like plus ones. What? But like. Oh, right. I remember who that was. <gasps> oh, no. She died. <laughs> no, she didn't. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> Uh, for all of you listening at home, I have a church Google problem. If a sentence ends not where it's supposed to, uh, I'm going to laugh, even if it's about someone dying. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. Is the best version of this story. Do you remember this? When we, we, we were watching the very first episode of The People's Couch when Blake lived with Allison in the Valley, uh-huh. we were all there sitting. We'd been like drinking and laughing and having a good time. Blake disappeared into the kitchen for a long time. It was very early in us dating uh-huh. for like 45 minutes. And then he came back in and he goes, I'm so sorry I was gone for so long. We just found out my friend died on the way to brunch. Who? I don't remember this. <laughs> and I lost it. Like 10 minutes, like just done. Because that's not the end of that sentence, right? My friend died on the way to job, on the freeway, whatever. My friend died on the way to brunch. Like brunch is a catastrophe. Like oh. it's dangerous. Brunching is dangerous. That was like that. That girl what? didn't die, right? This Thanksgiving girl? Who? No, 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 no. Okay, I don't even go. remember who that was. Stephanie. Was that just, her, you just, just made up something? I'm like, up. oh, right, Stephanie. Yeah, that was totally you're her. Like, you, you're so nice. You just sort of like collect people I t- along the way. I've stopped. I've definitely stopped it's, it's since I've gotten best. older. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's hard to collect people with our walkers with the tennis balls. Is I don't the- know. Like, it was just, I think like Thanksgiving, like I like I, I definitely, a couple Thanksgivings went and volunteered at the Laugh Factory for yes, a couple of absolutely. those. And did those for the, you know, less fortunate. It was yeah. just, it just makes me feel good. And it makes me feel like, you know, I'm giving back. And it just kind of like, 
breaks my heart a little bit. I've had a couple, I think I've had a couple Thanksgivings where I just didn't, I think last, no. I mean, what, we've done what a What year is it? <laughs> 2022. The year of our Lord, 2022. I want to say 2021, I didn't do anything. I think I, 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 think I just... I don't even remember. Or 2020 or one of those, I just, there was one year where I was like, wow, I didn't do anything for Thanksgiving. No turkey, nothing. And I was okay. I just like stayed at home and like drank. Yeah. <laughs> wine. I had my, it was in my COVID boxed wine phase. I mean, that's fair. Like Franzia is your friend at Not Thanksgiving. Not Franzia. Uh-huh. Trader Joe's. Pull the back. Oh, the, the box wine. Trader Joe's. The fancy box Cabernet. Uh, What's your Thanksgiving foods? Also, who came up with stuffing? Who was the first person that said, you know what we need to do with that giant bird is like fist it with spices and stuff. Yeah. Definitely like, a, like a, in there. A, someone with like bestiality Just problems. Like, you know, they tried to fuck it first, right? Oh, no, they did not. Probably. No. Giblets. Oh, no. Gravy. You know what the worst thing is at Thanksgiving? I'm trying to think what my, I mean, I definitely like turkey, but I only, only have like one serving of turkey. Yeah. I don't do. I'm all about sides. Give me the starch. Yeah, you eat like a bird. You eat like corn and and no, like I don't mac, do corn. mac and cheese. Go, yes, mac and cheese. You don't mashed eat the potatoes, corn? creamy casserole. No. Why? I just, literally, eating corn is a waste of time. It oh, comes yeah. out the same way it went in. That's what true. is the point? That's true. But I mean, like, I'll do like a casserole. Um, I'm really trying to get into inventive casseroles this Stop year. Stop it. Inventive casseroles? Yeah. You truly are just turning into a Southern lady at a retirement center. I'm doing inventive casseroles this year, y'all, well, from the Paula Dean School. I feel like... What is an inventive casserole? Just like I've... Describe I'm one. Following a, like, ever since I've been on TikTok and uh -huh. Instagram, like, people are like, hey... You can put these ingredients, not like mustard and watermelon. I'm not going to do not that. Not the people that like throw everything on the counter and mix no, no, it around no. and then put it in a... But if they're like, oh, like here's like this kind of a... Like, okay, for instance, I saw a pie. <laughs> okay. We're doing great. <laughs> this is how the story starts. I'm I see saw... how pie gets to ca inventive casserole. Continue. I saw a pie. Well, it's not a casserole. It's a pie. Okay. But it was a chocolate crust. Sure. And then the it was a clear pie... How is the chocolate pie clear? It's just the chocolate crust, and then there's a gelatin oh, mm, that has mm, a nope, flavor mm. to it. I don't even know what, what? the flavor was. It oh. was a flavored pie. Horse hoof. But it's clear jello, and then they freeze it, and then, oh, it's a peppermint, a peppermint chocolate. Peppermint chocolate. Okay. That's holiday. But with like a gelatin bottom so that it's see-through? What did you call me? <laughs> well, you know, if it's if it jiggles, <laughs> you are a gelatin bottom. It was a chocolate crust. Uh -huh. So the, the bottom is the chocolate crust. And then they fill it with a peppermint pie filling, yeah. which is clear. And then when they freeze it, they bring it out of the fridge. And then they put like peppermint crumbles around the crust. Yeah. And then when you cut it, it's like a clear pie. And it's peppermint. And I was like, I could do that. Okay. I'm here for it. That's an inventive pie. Pie. <laughs> uh -huh. But like inventive an inventive pie. casserole uh -huh. is like, so take your traditional green bean onion casserole, which yeah. I love. Yeah. But I feel like there's always that one Thanksgiving where nine people bring that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, good. Another fucking green bean casserole. I mean, I do love it. But I to do me, too. Inventive casserole is like that trifle from friends. You know, it's like, oh, you put in the peas and then you put some Fritos on and then you pour some chili across the top. Give and it then to you, me. That's a like, little bit that of basil. Is, that's like, a Tex-Mex casserole. 
It's like a drunk person went into their pantry and just went these things, and then exactly bake for three fifty for thirty minutes. But then they like give it a clever name like cowboy trash, (laughs) and you're like, Uh Uh did you see that Donna brought the cowboy trash casserole? I'll be honest, I did not trust it, but I just got in there and dipped and dipped and dipped. It goes great on those ruffles. The original, don't use flavored. The sour cream and onion will ruin it. It had tuna fish, Uh takis, uh uh, I think some olives, sour cream, and a little bit of sadness. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, way to go, Donna. And Glenn's. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Cowboy trash. There's always like that weird like dish where you're just like, what is this? And it's always a woman who's way too excited to be there, right? And she walks in and she's like, I brought my cowboy trash. Yeah. And like everyone's like, yay. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, Donna's here. (laughs) Oh my God. She's like, you guys. And then she like looks over everyone's shoulder. She's like, are you going to get some? Do you taste it? Are you going to try it? And then you take it and you like swirl the spoon around in the dish just to make it look like somebody took some and you smush it up real hard against the side. And you're like, Donna, that was so great. I knew you'd like it. But I do, knew it. Do you need this dish back? Oh, yes, I do. It's yes. my good Pyrex. It's, yes, it's you have to take it, take the dish, and then bring back the pan. <laughs> it's an excuse for me to come back. I'll see you on Thursday. Oh my God. But like, is there a dish? Is there a Thanksgiving side that you're like, no? Cranberries. Oh, uh, really? Yes. That I don't care whether it's from the can or like what? What? No. Mm-mm. That weird like gelatinous flop oh, no, out I of the like can. That. No. Like it makes that yeah sound as you like. Mm-mm, no, yeah. that's not right. Anything with marshmallows. Marshmallows and sweet potatoes, though, that's great. Mm. Do you remember the year I tried to make a sweet potato casserole and it was more like a sweet potato soup? Who made that? Me. When did you do that? It was that? the same Friendsgiving of like it's Stephanie not being invited. And you made a Thanksgiving soup? <laughs> I tried soup? to make my grandmother's like soup. sweet potato with like, man, I don't know what I did, but it was the soup. It was See? an inventive soup. <gasps> I was an inventive pie person. From the beginning. Because, oh my God, this makes so much sense. Okay. My mom used to make a thing called dump cake. Dump with a P or dumb with a B? It was called dump with a P. Dump cake. Uh And there's a woman who like made a book. Yeah. And she's like, hey, y'all, come on down. I made dump cakes. And Uh I was like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. Because I remember um, years ago uh, uh, with Vince, it would be like, hey, I'm going to make this dump cake. And he was like, that's garbage yeah it definitely sounds like you pooped in a pie it really and it looked like that too but like it was it was a trying to remember what it was it was cake batter sure well clearly it's cherry filling and Uh like a can of pineapple Uh chunks (gasps) yes and you just like throw it in the oven and it did not look good it tastes so good though when my mom made it, it was so good but it was also Trash. Yes. Well, Dell literally one of his plays has a dish called Cherry Dump Delight. Yeah. Like, that's a very, it's very Stu Magnolia's cuppa, cuppa, cuppa. Mm-hmm. Like, um, bring over your dump cake. It's you just dump this, dump this, dump this, and cook it for 350 till golden brown. I know. And like, I would come home from school and watch Tiny Tunes and eat dump cake. And that was my <laughs> life. That, the stories of sadness. I don't think you're going to end up on Candace Cameron Burr's inspirational christian movie network with that story uh, tiny tunes power rangers and all that after school uh-huh. my dump cake uh-huh. i stick with it uh-huh. all right let's see we got time for a couple more stories the, wait you know who the worst person is at thanksgiving who that person who says why don't we all go around and, and say what, what we're, we're thankful, thankful for. for you know what i'm thankful for not having friends who do that <laughs> Like, that's like a number one way to be never invited again. Shut up. Because the person who says it always just wants you to say them. 
That's what. I'm happy for my amazing friends yeah. like you. Um, thank you for hosting this wonderful gathering. You have really gone out of your way with your CB2 decor to uh -huh. really make us feel welcome. In the immortal words of Wicked, because I knew you, I have been <gasps> changed for good. Oh my God, I have a story. Uh, tell it. <laughs> this like wandery. <laughs> I have a story before we leave. Okay, so I, you know, my, you know, with Facebook memories. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. They it come, remembers because we can't. They come out of the woodwork. Like I had one from like twelve. It was like twenty thirteen that popped up today. It was me, Fortune Feimster, Matt Edgar, Francisco Ramos, and Byron Bowers, and we all did La Jolla together. And I was like, wow, that was twenty thirteen. And then I got a memory from twenty twelve, the previous year, that I said, oh my god. New York is just a bunch of like wannabe Broadway singers singing to Wicked. I and mean, that was the year I know that of, I went out to New York. You did. Was that the first time you'd ever been or the second? It had, I honestly don't know. I thought it was the first time. Like, it, it was your very first trip to New York was this boy with been. the problem. I met this boy at a bar and we uh -huh. fell in love. Uh -huh. It was a, Taylor's oldest time. Yeah. And we, Became like pen pals. This was before <laughs> Stop Facebook. It. Stop it, pen pals. Not like pen you were pals. writing like carrier pigeon messages no. and sending it off. We had a phone, we could text, but we couldn't FaceTime. It was before FaceTime. Right. And so like <laughs> and that's some, pen pals. Some time had passed, and he was like, Well, I'm gonna get us a ticket out here to New York City. I want you and to come and see me. And I want you to come and see me. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I got to New York City, the big city, and he was staying in the financial district, and he had a really cute apartment, but it was like something was off. Uh-huh. Um he had like a trench coat on the wall. Yes. Which I was like, why is that trench coat on the wall? And he was like, oh, I stole that from Leah Michelle when Ooh. she was doing uh, Les Mis. Uh, and wait, I, I did not remember this part. He stole a child's trench coat. He stole Leah Michelle's trench coat. Right, but she was a child. Oh, I guess so, yeah. She was playing ep Ebony, like, like yeah. the little kid with yeah. a tiny trench coat, wasn't uh -huh. she? So or red flag she... number one, you Kay. stole a, a, a trench coat and nailed it to your wall. And I'm looking around, I'm like, there's a lot of Broadway shit here. And I'm kind of like, okay, mm, I can do this. I can do this. Well, being such a big fan of musicals, obviously. I can take a musical. It's just like, like this particular person. Uh-huh. And so we went to like a, a show of his. I had a show, I think, at like Gotham or Caroline's or both. Uh huh. Sure. Um, I need to get back out there. And um, he's like singing, and it's just like like a lot at everywhere. And yes. then it was like I got us tickets to go see Wicked, and I was like, oh, I've never seen it. Okay, cool. So we go sit in Wicked, and we're sitting there, and like like front and center, great uh -huh. seats, yeah. expensive seats. Yes. He's singing the entire goddamn show with the cast out to loud. where one of the flying monkeys hushes him. That's dark. Hushed by a monkey. Right. On NBC this fall, <laughs> starring like, Della Reese and Roma Downey. Like long before Patti Lapone dropped out of equity and started yelling at people from the stage, he got yelled at by a flying monkey. Hushed by a monkey, mm -hmm. uh, which will not be on the Great American Network, uh -huh. Christmas, whatever. And I'm mortified. And so he starts like singing everything and also i forgot to mention that when i got to the airport he picked me up and he did not look like how i remembered him bigly catfishy catfish like i was like coming to justin's life what you're not him yeah it's like yeah sorry like i look a little different now and i was like mm, i don't like this it's also dark and i was a little boozy so i was gonna say was it was it his photo was it your memory it was, was it, it you was know, both um the carrier so, pigeon messages 
that went, I was like, and that, and I remember that was right around Thanksgiving because I remember calling my friend Rachel and being like, I have to get out of here. I think I might have called you too. I was like, uh, what yes. do I do? Yes. I have to get out of here. Like, this is not good. Also, well, also like the like attempts at, at romantics. It was not terrible. Happening. Yeah. He was like, we had to like share a bed. I didn't want anything to do with him because I was like, you made a pillow for it. You're crazy. Right. And, and like, I'm staring at Lee Michelle's trench coat and does not an erection bring and then he was like i got us tickets to wicked and i was like you ruined the whole thing and i was like "Ugh, gross so i checked to see you did. what he was up to mm -hmm. and i checked facebook and it said he died <laughs> stop i was gonna say it is that actually true did he actually die is it a real death real this death time? there is a memorial like page for him, and I was like, "Are you gonna make a pilgrimage?" No. One short day. No. In the no. I'm not doing that. I want you to go and sing for good. In no. No, and I think it's awful, of course, but that's what happens. I mean, this was like 11 wait, years ago. Wait, that's what happens. He took me to Wicked and sang along, and then he died. That's, that's what happens. No, this was like back in like 2011 or 2012. Pen and pals. like, I was like, I haven't heard or seen from him. And I was like, oh, what are he's up to? Good old Facebook memory. Oh, no. In the I know. So, well, that's I know. great. Is that too dark? We can't end on that. No, we can't. Well, uh, but think about how many people in the olden timey days did get legit catfished when you had an actual pen pal, like in the Victorian era, when it was like, oh, someone has an eligible daughter and the they Victorian wrote letters. Victorian era? What are you talking about? It was called gay.com. Uh, it was great. <laughs> I got fired from a temp job for chatting on gay.com. Really? Yeah, they said I was looking at porn and I was like, no, it's just homosexuals. Well, no, this was before. It was back when it took like five minutes for like one picture to download. I had a temp job. Oh, do you remember when you couldn't download pictures where it was like, I love how this has just turned into old gays talking about like. Did, it's fine. We're going to end this with Morse code. Yeah. No, it was uh, It was honestly, no, you got, you get on there and like find local people in your area before Grindr, before Scruff, before all the apps. And it was go to like. Gay.com. Go to gay.com. Central Texas. Central <laughs> Texas. And you'd get on there and it'd be like stats uh-huh you ask people their stats asl mm -hmm. age uh, sex language i think it was length L oh i was like <laughs> no, english <I'm> <laughs> i got caught in the baylor library chatting on gay.com yep like by fully by the security guard walking around she asked me for my id number like to report this secret homosexual i like fully just lied and made up a random social security number and like ran out of the library and never went back for two and a half more years at Baylor. Wow. The fear like, of God. And I had like four windows open. It wasn't like, oh, you can pop one thing up. I'm like chatting with four different dudes. Who knows where they are, what the age, like nothing. Just like, oh, hey, no, I'm in Waco, blah, blah, blah. And like this security guard over my shoulder. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> my penis. Uh, I'm going to hell. I'm sorry. Uh, ran. Candace Cameron. Um, I remember I had, there was this, there was like, a fun one where I had this like guy in a pickup truck, like he was like, I'm in a fraternity and I'm on the DL. And I was like, Oh my God, me too. And, um, that wasn't the one who leaned over the hood of his car truck. Was it? What? No, never mind. Someone else. What? Good Wait, story. What? Are you being serious? Yeah. Somebody at Baylor. I just forget who, whose story that was. No, that was not me. Okay, great. I was a lady. Of course Continue you were. Always to be this day. a Southern belle with a fainting couch. We got yeah. a chaise at all times. Uh, no, mine was, uh, this guy pulled up in a white pickup truck, like hot and, <laughs> That was uh, enough. So I had like come out like my, I guess like senior year or whatever. And like my roommates at the time were in the apartment and like, he was like, I don't want anyone to know. I was like, oh, that's fine. I'm cool. You know, whatever. No one cares. 
and he walked in and he saw my roommates and he ran out the door screaming and i was like oh well this didn't go well yeah yeah and i was like and then i tried to call him on the number that he gave me that i had spoken to many a time and it was like a domino's or a like no, he's like you got the wrong number right I'm like okay You're he's like, probably married with kids like, now i just saw you i know <laughs> you were just here there was a guy that i have on facebook like like back in like i like hooked up with him in his car and he like follows me and all this stuff and i'm like oh, it's got a wife and kids now Good some people him. were just experimenting mm -hmm. not everyone was on the same journey to being semi-professional homosexuals thank you so much that's what we do here and i am thankful for that and you uh and i'm thankful for you as well and it was so wonderful having you on here tell everyone where to follow you uh besides I a bathroom stall and <laughs> be like honestly i'm really getting into real world following like i want you to show up and start like a pied piper parade you know like forget online twitter's a dumpster fire uh at emerson collins on instagram at actually emerson on twitter i'm staying till the building closes it's hilarious to me twitter. what twitter? twitter yeah like i'm staying till the end oh really yeah why not? I'm just never on it anymore. Yeah, but that's because you have like grown-up jobs. And I do shows I do. and things oh, to wait, do. Oh wait, wait! I have to say this before I go. It's Thanksgiving, and that means tomorrow is Black Friday. I have teamed up with Cozy Earth again for the holidays. Tomorrow is Black Friday, and get your holiday shopping ready to go by using my promo code Justin40, Justin40, on CozyEarth.com. It's Oprah's favorite thing for four <laughs> years in a row. I literally live for them. I have the bedding, the sheets, the towels. I travel in them all the time, and they're amazing joggers. They have a new hoodie out with a zip-down feature. I highly recommend it. You guys. Have been loving it and dming me so now get on board use promo code justin 40 justin 40 uh to get 40 percent off your final purchase at cozyearth.com i do want to say before we go okay because it is thanksgiving to be half serious for half a second what I am incredibly thankful for you. Gross, in my life. get out. And as a friend, <laughs> it's amazing for the comedy store and your podcast and your fans are fantastic. And I love this little world that you are building here. It is fun. Thanks thank for you. having me in it. Yeah, thank uh, you so much. Was that gross? Was that too much? It was a little gross, but I'll Shake take it, it. It's fine. I appreciate you and I value our friendship and I'm thankful for you. Mm -hmm. So you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, be safe. Sure. Uh, eat a lot. <laughs> And please don't trample anyone in a Marshalls. <laughs> at, at least make it a TJ Maxx. Yeah, do like like a place that matters. Aim like, high. Like a Nordstrom rack. Yes, Saks right. off fifth. We'll see you next time on Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Goodbye. <laughs>